Snap Judgment loves the StoryCorps. It's fabulous. Two people get in a booth, sometimes families, friends. They work something out, some special secret about the past. We were listening the other day to two ladies speak about one faithful day on the job. Kate Preventure. I'm Kate Preventure. And Linda Rose. I am Linda Rose. This is StoryCorps Snap Judgment Style. Knife-wielding maniac and everything. We work with folks who are severely, persistently mentally ill to help them stay out of the hospital. Kate was a social worker. Mental health therapist. Oh, mental health therapist. All right. I did direct care with folks and assist them with, you know, whatever, getting their medications, going into the apartments, making sure their apartments were clean, that they had food. And haircuts. Don't forget haircuts. And haircuts. Well, Kate and Linda have work to do. One day they get the call to go meet a client at his apartment downtown. We went up to his apartment, walked up to that fire escape hallway, yeah. which is pretty creepy and smelly. And then we knocked on his door. We knocked again. Then there was no answer. And no. yeah, I remember you saying, should we stay? Should we And we started to walk away. Then we got to the corner and we thought we heard something, so we went back. back. You're right. And I remember whispering to you, do you think he's been using drugs? Yeah. And I said, I don't know. And then we heard a ruckus. And that's when you said, you know, do you think he's trying to jump out the window? I was so worried that maybe he was going to try suicide because we were on that fourth story. And I said, I'll go to the fire escape, which is where we came in, and take a peek. So then you walked down. Yeah, opened the door. And when you yelled to me, right? do you see anything? I right. yelled back to you, no, I don't see anything. And that's when I turned. He had you, which I thought he was punching you. Right. In the, I thought he was just punching you. That's when I started hitting my phone, 911. I started running down the hallway. I was going to lay into him with my shoulder. You yelled, mm -hmm. please be careful. He has something sharp and I've been stabbed. I can remember when he came at me out of the door, I was so stunned. I must have, it must have been like shock right away. And all I can remember thinking at first was, He's going to stab me in the face, so I put my head down. But he stabbed me five times in the head. He stabbed me in the side, too, and I got this cut on my arm and those little, like, pricks all over my chest. And that's when I went behind him, pulled him off. He kept slamming me in the back Into of the, the wall. Into the wall, yeah. Yeah, I was trying to hang on, hang on, and I just yeah. couldn't. He hit me one time, and it was just really hard. I knew I couldn't hang on anymore. Yeah, he fell down, yeah. Um, he turned and I had eye-to-eye -eye contact. And when I saw on his face, it was the thought that went through my head is, oh my God, we are not making it out of here. Yeah. We are going to die. Yeah. And nobody's going to find us. And as he started coming towards me, I realized I had on my Gore-Tec boots. Yeah. And he couldn't slice through those. Right. And I was going to take out a knee. While you were kicking him in the knee, somehow I got the scissors out of his hand. Remember what you said, the scissors, oh. the scissors are gone. Because up until that point, right. I never knew what he had. And that's when you said, I think we can take him down. I said, okay, let's, let's do it. We got, we got one shot because if we mess, we're done. And we took yeah. him down. And I straddled him and held down. I th yeah, you yeah, had his I arm. Have... I had my knee right. on his ribcage and my foot by his throat. You were just dripping of blood. My pants were getting soaked. I didn't know how long you were going to be before you passed out. Yeah. It didn't look like anybody was ever going to come. I don't know how long we're going to be able to hold him down mm -hmm. that if you were to pass out, 
What would happen then? I was going to step on his throat and watch him die. I remember my son's face as he was on the bus heading off to kindergarten. I thought, my son needs me. Prior to that, I never thought I would have the capacity to kill. I still think about that all the time, how hard it is for you to have to live with that moment of knowing that you might have to do, that you might have to hurt him or kill him to save us. And I was still trying 911. <laughs> they couldn't hear us long enough. They knew that we And we couldn't remember the address. <laughs> That's right, I can remember the building number. And my thinking was, what the heck is happening here? This is a patient. I can't hurt him, but I can't let him hurt me. I had a hard time not kicking him in the face at that point. <laughs> when he said, Kate, you're dripping blood but, on um, me. I actually moved back. I remember telling my, you know, my brother Tom about that. You did what? Here this guy just finished stabbing you and you're moving back so blood doesn't, doesn't drip in his face. Wasn't he trying to get us to let him up? Yeah, too? he was begging you to let him up. Kate, please. Please let me up, Kate. He yeah. never asked me. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> you had your foot on his throat. <laughs> Would you please let me up? I'm all done with all my rage. Finally, that the guy, guy came, came out of the apartment. Remember how useless yeah, he was? Because he's crazy. I always knew he was crazy. Yeah. He walks back and forth, in and out the door all night long. And he goes, <laughs> Go ahead, just say it. <laughs> Do you guys need any help? When the guy on the floor said, <laughs> He goes, we're okay, we're okay. And we said, go down, can you go down and open the door? The police are on J Street. Right. Can you go open the door? Because we don't, they don't know goes, where we are. Yeah. Then remember, the guy disappeared. The guy from the apartment disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> he had to go get his shoes on. Remember that? <laughs> he goes to put his shoes on so we can go open more. I'm bleeding everywhere. Boy, the police were great, though. They were. They were. Even when the police came up, I was afraid they were going to be rough on him. <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets up, and there's a dinner knife underneath him on the floor. Yeah, that. Yeah, he wanted us up so he could finish us off. So he could, he could yeah. In that situation, and we've talked about this, there are so many things that people do. They freeze, they run away, they save themselves, and you ran back. Besides everything else I love about I you is I what would. makes you a heroine to me. I know we go places together, and I'll introduce you to people I know, and I say, this is the woman who saved my life. Thank you to Kate Preventure and Linda Rose for sharing their story. To find out more about StoryCorps, go to storycorps.org. You are listening to Snap Judgment, and to hear more stories, visit snapjudgment.org.